Hell yeah, brother. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by Bruce Wayne, Alfred, Two-Face, Penguin, um, that lady, what, that, that bitch dude who's jumped in the water in the movie? Oh, this is the greatest podcast known to man. We celebrate this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time, right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. We are, uh, what, 33 minutes late? Not so bad. Not too bad. Shout out to Gaijiz, Late Bloomer, Bruce Wayne, Meatball Head, Day Day, Infamy, Mr. Jesus. Gaijiz, did I leave anyone out? Leet Soup. Anybody else? Scrambles. iBook Boy. Appreciate you guys being here for another podcast. I got a whole, I got a whole list of topics, although I did forget to put them in order. So we're going to have no rhyme or reason between each topic. Uh, but first, let's give away a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack, which typically consists of four stickers. All you have to do is answer the trivia question correctly. And if you watched my late night stream last night, by the way, we stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, also here on Twitch. What we typically do, rather than playing games, we watch YouTube videos, comedy videos, cooking videos, music videos, survival videos, viral videos, and of course, skateboarding videos. And uh, I guess we sort of just relax. I smoke the W, I drink a beer, we watch skateboarding and hang out. So if you're like a late night kind of person, and you're available on Monday, Tuesday, and or Thursday, feel free to tune in for those streams. They're, uh, they're a lot different than this podcast format, right? The podcast is very loud. I have like a very direct like list of things I want to do. Those streams are a lot more laid back, relaxed. No idea where we're going to go. We might watch a crazy conspiracy theory video. Who knows? Speaking of conspiracies, we're going to talk about my gay fish homie in a little bit. But before that, trivia. First one to answer the trivia question correctly gets a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. This only applies to uh, people who live in America because I don't want to pay the ridiculous shipping prices. We're already giving shit away, right? Right. The question is, what is Batman, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne, what is his favorite soup? <laughs> what is his favorite soup? How this came up yesterday is we came across a... Uh, well, we were looking through menus, and we came across a couple of menus that had a certain soup. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, I remember that from the cartoon. I remember this one weird detail from the cartoon. It was his favorite soup. I don't remember anything else. I don't remember, like, how he does shit, like, how it's connected to his bat cave. I don't remember anything. All I remember is this one detail about what soup he liked. Okay. Dick Maximus says bat <laughs> Dick Magnus, it's bat soup. <laughs> I made your favorite soup, Batman. Bat soup. <laughs> you understand, like, he's afraid of bats, right? Doesn't he just hate bats? And then he just starts living with them, I guess? <laughs> and eating them? <laughs> I hate bats. They scare me. But now I want to eat them for every meal. Grog says chicken noodle. Fish ink says French onion. French onion is correct. But Day Day wrote... Mullen Gatonway soup, which is also correct. Two correct answers. 
So you know what? You guys both can win. Day Day wins and Fish Inc. wins. You guys both send me a DM with your address, and I'll get you guys the sticker packs. So the cartoon, animated cartoon, says he likes French onion soup. But the – I looked this up right now. I don't know shit about Batman. But the comic book says he likes Molegatowny soup. Molegatowny soup. Molegatowny soup, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, it is a thickened soup that is strongly spiced with curry powder and nutmeg. Uh, often strips of vegetables, nuts, and rice are added. Sometimes port wine, chicken and lamb, fried onions, and curry powder. Sounds great. Where can I find that in Las Vegas? I don't know. I'd love to give it a try. I don't actually know what nutmeg. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. You know what? I'm I'm actually like a nine-year-old at heart. <laughs> I don't know what nutmeg tastes like, but I see a lot of uh, a lot of people when they make a cheese sauce, they use nutmeg, and I don't know why that is. They do make the roux, and then they put the cheeses, and then uh, now there's nutmeg involved. Why? I don't know. Bad delicious. What uh, what other bad <laughs> what other bad answers did we get? Pussy soup, Chinese bat soup, Alfred soup, fish soup. Yeah, you guys you guys went for it. Mister Jesus says, "Who the fuck likes soup? I love soup, dude." Well, I would consider traditional Japanese ramen a type of soup, and it is really, really good. I've told you guys before, possibly my favorite meal in the world other than a nice, well-done steak. Whoa, 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 well, well-cooked steak. Well, I, I should not have, see, I slipped. Not well done. Like a steak that is, that is done well, <laughs> like done good, a goodly cooked steak at medium rare. Holy shit, what a fucking idiot. My camera is having a hard time staying focused. I feel like that might be because we're on a fucking crazy slant right now. We're always trying to make the background look different, right? Sometimes I have the wig. Sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes I had my hoodie on the one time. We'll do one upside down. That'd be probably make you guys sick. Anyways, what's been going on with me? Well, last week I had a really, really fun weekend. And then it got really not fun very quickly. <laughs> So last weekend, I did not go out on Friday. That's usually like my guys' night. We go out, we have some beers, sometimes go bowling, uh, play pool, uh, you know, just gamble a little bit, gamble like 40 bucks every Friday. Last Friday, I didn't go out. I streamed instead. I came home, I streamed, relaxed. Uh, I don't even think we drank. We probably had a 211 or something. Probably drank one beer. Nothing crazy. Then on Saturday, I was prepared for a backyard skateboarding punk show it, like a, it was a friend's giving a late thanksgiving with skateboarding and punk music me not a huge fan of punk music but my friends are all in like punk bands or metal bands whatever so i go there you know it's a bunch of 30 year olds and 40 year olds and 50 year olds you know my type of people just fucking listening to music there's a mini ramp the guy has a, a pool in his backyard that they drained and it's actually really good for skating in fact, I dropped in, I carved around the deep end, and I came one millimeter away from running into, uh, like, the ladder. There's, like, a ladder that you that you would climb out on in the deep end. You know, pools have a ladder. I almost ran directly into the ladder. It was funny because a chick was with me. So I go up. There was a chick, like, watching. She even filmed it. So she doesn't know much about skating, right? It's Sierra. Sierra, if you're listening, it's you. <laughs> I go up. I carve around. And I almost literally eat a, a whole pile of shit. 
a whole pile of shit, right? One millimeter away. If my if my wheel was one millimeter to the right, I would have fell straight to my fucking shoulder and head. So uh, so I land it, and everyone everyone in the pool like they're sitting on the deep, and they go, "Holy shit! Oh my fucking god! Oh my god!" They're all high fiving me, right? <laughs> if you don't know anything about skating, it looks like I just did a really good trick. So I get out and she's like, wow, you're good. And I'm like, no, no, that, no, that I'm not good. They're, they're clapping and, and cheering because they watched someone survive. It's like watching like a woman, like save her child from a car. And you go, yes. Oh, you did a good job. It's like, okay. You didn't like, like, we're just happy. No one's dead. That's why we're happy. So I really almost ate shit. And I can't, she's like, wow, you're good. All these guys fucking love you. I'm like, no, dude, they don't. It, I could have changed the whole mood. If I, have you ever ate shit in front of a bunch of people in like a, at a barbecue? I've seen it happen tons of times. Cause we used to do, uh, we used to skate a pool every Halloween a couple years ago. Uh, I can't, we called it Barrio Bash or Barrio, Barrio Ween. I forgot what it was called. It was music and punk rock and skating. And all it takes is for like, it's it's always a chick too, right? It's always a girl. A girl goes to drop in for her first time, never skating a pool, barely has ever skated in her life, like knows nothing about skating, drops in, smacks her fucking head or breaks her arm. And and everyone's talking and laughing. And it's like, you know, you can kind of hear like like a crowd, like rabble, 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 rabble. Oh, no, 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 no. Everyone's talking about something different. And then everyone goes, ooh, silence deafening silence then you just hear someone whimpering ah, 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 and then the whole mood changes so that's that that was almost me i was almost the chick who never skated before <laughs> i was almost the chick who never skated before ruining the mood for everyone so that's why everyone was hyped anyways i uh, had a great time at that thing bro oh my god so the flyer said bring beer or bring a side it's friends giving right so the idea is bring food or bring beer i don't think anyone brought food except for you know the people that live there the family that lives there they had food turkey uh no mac and cheese pissing me off green bean casserole eh, okay take it or leave it mashed potatoes oh bro i scooped a whole a whole damn mess of them mashed taters onto my onto my plate then i got the gravy got the gravy going but what did i bring i bring hot wings and on the box i wrote extremely spicy beware and i mixed up a bunch of sauces butter dry spices uh ground ground like fresh ground dried ghost peppers um da bomb i put some da bomb in there some blairs like super death sauce i put a bunch of other shit on there and just mix it all up with butter and garlic boom i have extremely hot wing sauce like buffalo sauce and you should have seen it, dude. You get in there, you set it down, and everyone's looking at it. They're like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean extremely spicy? What do you mean extremely spicy? So uh, Steve's wife, the, the, the main people that live there, she tries it. She goes, wow, that's really hot. And then she goes, oh, wow, that's really hot. And then she goes, oh, wow, that's, I think that's the hottest thing I've ever had. But she handled it like a champ, like a champ. Ate it, went to the trash can. Washed her hands. Like, she's like, oh, my eyes are watering. That's really hot. Handled it like a champ. I ate one, too. I said, wow, that's really hot. My lips were really spicy. 
also I became like that weird, that weird like four year old at a party with its whole mouth becomes red and no one tells that person their mouth is red so they just look like a fucking idiot the whole party. That was also me. <laughs> the Kool Aid kid. I became the Kool Aid kid after eating one hot wing because I don't know how to eat like an adult. I just I just smashed the wing into my face instead of instead of biting it like a normal human being. <laughs> Among other, I don't know, dude. What's wrong with me? How how did I get this far in life? Uh, <laughs> but um, I walk by. I keep walking by. Like I'm, I'm I got my eyes on the on the wing because it's in like a little Tupperware kind of thing. I got my eyes on it. I'm like counting down. I'm like, okay, someone ate one. And I look around. I'm like, I know somebody ate one. And then later I walk by. I'm like, oh, someone ate another one. And I'm looking around like, dude, people are eating these wings. You know, I'm not I'm not getting to see their reaction. And I walk up to the door and I see this guy jumping up and down going, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, like, I finally got one of you motherfuckers. I finally caught someone who ate one. He's like, mm, mm. <laughs> good. It said extremely spicy. Don't touch the stove, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it was great. I don't know why that brought me so much joy. It kind of, like, it saved me money, too, right? What's the price of those wings? Uh, cost me roughly 18 bucks. What's the price of, uh, what, a 30-pack? Probably about the same price. You know what I'm saying? So by the end of the night, the wings were, were gone. I got a lot of interesting stories about them. I, I hope that no one wasted them. I hope no one took one bite and threw them away. Wings are made to be eaten, right? An animal died. An animal died for you. It's like the spicy version of, of a very small Jesus that has feathers. That's probably the easiest way to describe chicken wings. Um, what else happened? Oh, so we go from there. We leave there a little bit early. You know, party's still raging. Leave there. End up going to a bar. And you know what, dude? One of these fight stories that I've told you guys years ago, it came back up. It came back up. So I'm at this bar. And, uh, you know, it was packed. It was karaoke night, so it's packed a ton of people. And this is like a biker bar. And a lot of you guys have been with me long enough. Uh, about three years ago, I got into a big brawl where I got jumped by a bunch of bikers. And then a couple months later, I saw the guy that jumped me, and I knocked him out at the bar. Like, side-blinded him. He had no idea I was there. Boop! Blasted his fucking ass. And that's become, like, you know, you, you, the, the, people forget after a while, but then there's always a couple people who remember. Somebody recognized me from that shit three years later. So, uh, <laughs> I wish I could explain to you. I've never had beef with, uh, with like a 10 out of 10 autistic adult, but I, but now I think I do. And let me explain. <laughs> there's a guy at the bar who's really vibing me. He's really vibing me. Like he's staring at me from across the bar and he's he's a really he looks like a weird guy, right? He's a black guy, skinny guy with really thick glasses. So I'm already just like, okay, maybe he's drunk. Maybe he can't see, maybe he thinks I'm one of his friends or maybe an enemy or something. I don't know who this guy is. Keeps staring at me, walking by me, brushing up against me while staring at me. And I notice it all. I see everything. And my buddy T's like, "What's up with that guy, dude? He keeps fucking with you." And I'm like, "I know. Keep an eye on him." Cause keep an eye on him because I don't know what's up with this fucking guy. And it keeps happening. Keeps brushing up against me, staring at me, 
just like mean mugging me from across the thing. And he's with another group of people. And I noticed they're like, they all have uh, jackets, like they're like they're biker dudes. So anyways, I didn't like having my back to him. I swear to you. So I went and sat in another place to where my back was in a corner. So I could kind of like, not necessarily a corner, but like a corner of a room where I could see the whole bar. This fucking guy, I swear to God, walks into the middle of like the dance floor, which separates the bar from the other chairs. In the middle of the dance floor, looks staring at me, staring at me and starts shadow boxing. <laughs> Never breaking eye, eye contact with me at all. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I've never seen a fully grown autistic person before that also has an anger problem. Like, what the fuck? It was, it was, it was some actual Special Olympics type shit. Like, he was throwing some, some actual, like, Down Syndrome punches. And I'm like, I laughed. Like, I didn't want to be like, I don't want to be like, hey, bro, you don't fuck, you don't intimidate me. I, I couldn't keep a straight face. I fucking laughed. And then uh, he, he walks away. <laughs> and I look at T. T is still at the, at the bar. He goes, he gives me this like, what the fuck look? He's like, what's up with that? <laughs> so at this point, I'm still like, okay, like. This guy's harmless. I talked to my other friend. I'm like, what's up with that guy, dude? Because my other friend is at that bar all the time. I'm like, what's up with that guy? He goes, I don't know. I think he has a learning disability. And then walks away. And I'm like, dude, am I going to have to fight a guy that, that can't spell? Like, what do you mean? Like, you got to give me more details, bro. But we never got to get to the bottom of it. So anyways, uh, what do you think? Maybe 30 minutes, an hour goes by. And uh, he's still with his, with his homies over there, still being a dick, staring and shit. No one else seems to care about me then i see the cut of the the biker club that jumped me three years ago all come in and walk straight to that guy so now i'm like oh fuck he jumped on the phone he jumped on the phone called for backup so listen you know i i i think of myself as a pretty like handy handy guy but when it when it comes to that shit i got the fuck out of there i grabbed everybody tapped everybody said we gotta go (laughs) i said i'm out of here I funny the funnier part of the story is I forgot to tap my buddy Troy I forgot he was with us I forgot he was there so then he calls me an hour later he's like what happened I'm still at the bar and I'm like oh fuck I forgot to tell you we left (laughs) anyways nothing happened I just got really nervous and uh, it was a sticky situation but uh the, the shadow boxing see it's a very serious story but there's really there's Honestly, there's comedy in everything, dude. The shadow boxing is so fucking hilarious. The shadow boxing is so funny. Because it's like, what's the most least intimidating thing you can do? Like, what's the most intimidating thing you could do that would make someone laugh that would be harmless? <laughs> like, I don't, like, what else could there be? Like, walk up to me and, like, pour a beer on the ground? Like, ugh. Or smash a beer. This is you. <laughs> Or what do they do in blood sports? Uh, you break my record. Now I break you. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> uh, Dick Maximus said, did he ever say a word to you? Not a single word. Not a single word. And at first he was staring at me. 
I know everyone at the bar. So my, I said a word to him. I said, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Because I thought he was staring at me as, as like a, where you been, bro? Like, where you been at, bro? You ain't been at this bar in a while. What's up, bro? I said, like, what's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that made him more mad or not. His, his, his demeanor never changed at all, but <laughs> I don't know. iBookBoy says they held a grudge three years later and wanted to fight. No, no, they definitely didn't. Because if they wanted to fight, they would not have. They would have fought immediately. They, they're the, they are the type of guys that are just running and gunning. Anyways. Fish says, get naked. That's what the dude on YouTube does <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Let's fucking go. Dick swinging. Small. It's, co it's cold outside, asshole. <laughs> Maybe buy him a beer. No, I don't know about all that. Anyways, it's a funny story. Uh, speaking of funny stories, my gay fish, homie. You guys know my gay fish? My homie who's a gay fish? Brilliant rapper, also a gay fish. He, uh, he's lost his fucking mind. <laughs> the gay fish has lost his motherfucking mind, dude. I, I heard him on Alex Jones say something like, I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. And I thought to myself, wow, that's, whew, that's brave. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you thinking, bro? Because listen, I was, I was one of the people who was kind of like, you know what, dude? Kanye's fucking, he's bringing up a lot of tough issues, man. Like, you can't ignore what he's saying, dude. He's bringing, like, he's he's taking the the 1% the and cutting them down, like, t telling all the real stories. And then I saw the extended version today. <laughs> this fucking guy, dude. He's like, he's like, he literally said, I like Hitler. He said that. I watched the extended version. I'm like, bro, you have lost your fucking mind. At first, I thought it was... At first, I thought it was one big, like, act, right? Or, like, there was something more powerful happening. Like, oh, he's trying to get out of these contracts so that he doesn't have to pay royalties or doesn't have to pay fees or something like that. Alimony. I don't know how the legal system works. If he goes crazy, maybe he gets out of these contracts without having to settle for extra money. Like, I, I had all these optimistic views. And then this fool comes out and just is like, yeah, I love Nazis. Pretty cool guys. If I could be one, I would. Uh, the, the common meme right now is Yadolf. <laughs> Yadolf, uh, what is it? Yadolf? Yitler or something? Anyways, Kanye's lost his fucking mind. I, it's not really even worth commenting, because it's just people speculating shit, but that fool has lost his motherfucking mind, man. And I watched the, the Netflix documentary Genius. Really, I loved it. Really insightful as to just how big of a problem he has with like bipolar and and issues like that well there's two sides of it right on one side you say well so what he's fucking he's bipolar and schizophrenic and has crazy like manic depression so what you're still not allowed to say you don't like jews and you're like well the definition of all that shit means you're losing your fucking mind right you have moments where you completely lose your mind where you think the sky is fucking you know I'm trying to think of a, of a color the sky cannot be. Uh, rainbow? No, rainbow's happen. Blue? Well, yeah, it's blue. Green? Well, late at the Aurora Borealis. Red? Well, it could be a solar eclipse. Okay. Like, you look at a dog and call it a cat or something like that. You know what I mean? You think that, like, there's monsters attacking you? 
You know what I mean? You think like like everything's gonna get you. Trees are falling on you. You're afraid to be in small spaces because the room's gonna collapse. You go, well, dude, that's unre like he he may believe that the the dogs are cats and that the that the world is turning into into alien monsters all trying to devour him. And then, well, I get that. But the thing about the Jews, don't say that. The thing about someone being completely out of their fucking mind is you can't you can't pick and choose when they're logical okay you can't be like yeah yeah he thinks smurfs are real (laughs) what an idiot but he doesn't like jews that part was definitely like he was in his right mind when he said that like the part about the smurfs i don't believe him the part about the jews definitely a true kanye statement made from a sober individual so i guess I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, believe what you want. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is believe what you want. You can't, you can't believe the guy is crazy sometimes. And then when he says something you disagree with, go, well, that was, that was, that wasn't, that wasn't crazy, Kanye. That was real him. You got to just consider, you got to either believe everything he says or believe nothing. That's my stance today. I'm not, I'm not telling you guys what to do or how you should believe. The, my stance today is now. Don't believe anything. Just pretend pretend it was a person high on bath salts, methed out of their mind. You know what I mean? Like, even though that's not the case, but just pretend, you know, similar, similar like believability. You know what I mean? Pretend it's a person high on bath salts, out of their mind, fucking tripping on salvia and acid, saying something ridiculous. And then you go, I think we can all take a breath of relief whenever Kanye says something weird and we all go, ah, crazy bath salts guys at it again. All right. You know what I mean? Or someone with like Tourette's, you know, when they're walking around, they're just like, uh, yeah, I would like, um, do you guys have like a kid's section in Walmart? Baby fucker! Cock sucking bitch! You don't go, hey dude, you're in Walmart, you can't fuck babies, man. You know, no one says that, they go, oh, you have crazy Tourette's, you're a crazy person. Well, let's just ignore everything you say and go on with our lives. I feel like we need to treat Kanye like he has Tourette's. That's my opinion. Okay, if you disagree, I'm glad you do. Everyone can disagree. One thing I think we can all get along. <laughs> One thing I think we can all agree with. Has anyone heard of Liver King? Liver King. He's a social media guy, super buff guy that promotes what he calls an ancestral diet of like raw meat. And he's a super buff guy. I want to preface this story by saying super buff guy, right? Clearly, 100,000%, no one was fooled. Everyone knew this guy was on steroids and a bunch of like substances, illegal substances to make him super unreasonably buff and wide, giant fucking arms and chest, giant fucking lats. No one would look at this guy and say, yeah, yeah, totally natural, uh, probably just eats a lot, a lot of liver. He just eats a lot of raw meat, so that's why he's buff. Here's what happened. His emails were leaked. Turns out, what everyone knew to be true was true. And uh, there's a list of all the substances that he's on to make him look that wildly buff. So I was never really into bodybuilding, but I was into powerlifting for many years. I used to be buff as fuck. I swear to God. Right when I was doing jujitsu, there's photos of me with, like with buff as shit with like a six pack and shit. I'll find one somewhere. Um, this would have been like nine years ago. So having spent a little bit of time and, and effort understanding the difference between a natural looking athlete and a non-natural looking athlete basically if you're over like 300 pounds and you still have a fucking six-pack 
it's safe to assume 99.9% of the time that you're on some sort of gear, right? All these wrestlers, I have, you know how many people I've argued with that tell me The Rock? The Rock in like Fast and the Furious and all these crazy movies that like I just works out twice a day. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> are you, you are out of your fucking mind. The Rock is spending $50,000 every month or two on, on substances and on doctor visits. And like they, they have to do a lot. They have to balance a lot of shit, especially when you're in the public eye for him to not go crazy. Cause it fucks up all your, all your, uh, hormones and shit too. So you need someone, you need someone to like handle you. Everyone knows this, right? Everyone who's ever been in like the fitness ish industry or, or even did fitness as a hobby. They all know this. Anyways, liver King, sorry, I'm, I'm rambling too much. Liver King went on a bunch of podcasts telling everyone that he had never touched steroids. Everyone knows that's a complete lie, but to accuse somebody of that, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we're never going to get to the bottom of it. So there's no reason to accuse anyone. When all the info drops, now it's time for us to jump on you. Like, we fucking caught you, bro. Now there's no backing out of it. Not we caught you, but I imagine this in, like, any other context. A similar thing also happened to Cali Muscle, if you guys remember him from back in the day. He's still a YouTuber as well. His his steroid list got out, and everyone's like, oh, shit. He was telling people that he got this buff in prison from eating a lot of ramen. (laughs) Sick, dude. Wow. Here's what pisses people off. The when you feel betrayed or when you see somebody lying when they don't need to lie. I said this during the the uh, pre-show. If that fool Liver King would have just went on the podcast and told everybody, "Yeah, I'm on TRT. I'm on low dose testosterone." Everyone would have been, "Ha! Finally, the truth." I think Bukowski said that once. Finally, the truth. Even even if he's still lying, at least he gave you a piece of the truth, right? I remember one time when I was a kid, I broke a window across the street. <laughs> it was me and like three of my friends. The window broke. I broke the window. Okay. I hit a rock with a stick or with a pole. The rock broke. One piece of the rock hit a window. And then uh, we all heard the window break. We all ran away. I think I like hit it like a hockey, a hockey puck or something. I don't fucking know what was happening. I was a stupid ass kid. I was like fucking like eight years old or something. Breaks the window. I run away. I go, oh, fuck. The window broke. Anyways, it didn't take long before uh, they, they narrowed the suspects down to three people. <laughs> it didn't take long. You know, oh, this window's broken. Oh, there was three kids in front of this abandoned house every single day smashing rocks with metal poles. I mean, the suspect list was very small. So anyways, I remember, uh, I remember getting in a lot of trouble, and I remember my exact words. <laughs> knowing that I broke it, knowing that I broke the window... I remember my grandpa had like the, the, this big stick in his hand ready to beat the fuck out of me. And I'm like, he's like, who broke the fucking window? And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. We all did. <laughs> I said, okay, fine. You got me. We all did. All three of us. <laughs> it was like a half truth, right? <laughs> it was a half truth. That's all my grandpa needed to know. He knew I was guilty. He knew it was me. From from that moment, he knew it was me. I feel like that's the same situation with the Liver King thing. All you had to do is give a half truth. Then we would all know you're lying, but we wouldn't really it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as cold as just a complete lie. Right? Anyways, the story gets better. 
Yeah, this is this is gonna be a good topic. The story gets better. Liver King. No, I did not escape the beating. I got the shit beat out of me. In fact, during the post show, I still have the the stick that I got beat with. It's it's in this closet. I did not escape the beating. I I was hoping. I think in my mind, I was hoping to level out the beating. Like like let's say there's there's only so much beating to give. In my mind, if we all did it, then we each get thirty three percent of a beating. N- no, I got one hundred percent. I got all one hundred percent of the beating. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up anyways um what was i gonna say oh yeah the liver king story gets better the next day he comes out with a public apology which oh my god it doomed him it's it's worse he's completely canceled now his public apology was the most narcissistic rambling bullshit i've ever heard it's like 10 minutes long he blames his steroid use on him being a victim because he's trying so hard to stop suicide or something, suicide in men. He's like, the reason I do this is to, for suicide awareness. And I thought that if I was buffer, I would keep less people from killing themselves. And everyone's just like, oh, that's what. So basically... You're apologizing for helping us. Like, I'm sorry for helping you. First off, asshole, you're the millionaire. Not not us. Okay? We, first off, there's a lot of people out there working out every day, eating a very strict diet, keeping very close tabs on their macros, on everything they put into their body. Um, also, with supplements, they're measuring their supplements to the gram right? Working out exactly how they're supposed to work out. And they will never, ever be as buff as Liver King. And some of them probably would have appreciated a sincere apology. But to say, I took steroids and lied about it to help you. Because my goal is to stop, uh, you know, adolescent suicide and male suicide. My, I'm trying to stop suicide by remaining a public figure bro the comments tore this fucking idiot apart they tore him apart the amount of narcissism you have to have like i get it we all have narcissistic narcissistic tendencies that's so hard to say for me we all have narcissistic tendencies or a lot of us do especially from like the content creation like side me you know i i have my own podcast like i think i'm important enough to fucking talk to you guys about kanye we all have it a little bit But the idea that you would apologize and, like, blame the people, like, I'm (laughs) apologizing, you're not fucking sorry, dude, and you're not going to stop, okay? This fool's never going to stop steroids until the day he dies, and the issue long ago, the issue used to be, as a bodybuilder, if you are honest about steroids, you're shunned, you're shunned from, like, the scene, right? If you went on TV and talked about your stacks and your cycles and shit, you'd be shunned. But today, with YouTube and social media, a lot of people out there are super honest about what they do, which is also kind of scary because a lot of the people that were super honest are also dead now. Uh, But for you to say that, oh, like being honest about what you put into your body is career suicide, it no longer is. I'll tell you what is career suicide now. Lying, then getting caught, then doing a fake apology. My God. I can't wait for after this podcast, I can't wait to go on his Instagram and just read the comments of people 
first, also, if you're naive enough to believe he was ever natural, if you're ever that naive, you should feel really betrayed that uh, that a guy would lie to you like that. Anyways, that's all we'll talk about that. To be honest with you, I don't know what Liver King does. I only just found out about him because he did a bunch of promotion with Bellator. Uh, the UFC's like, like competing, competitive company, right? They're, they're, they're rival. They're rival. I couldn't think of that word. So he did a bunch of uh, appearances for them. He also just met with Hasbullah, which I'm a big fan of. Why? I don't know. I just think he's interesting. He also met with him. And Hasbullah said, uh, he's like, he's like, I'm Liver King. And obviously Hasbullah's way fucking more famous and popular as far as like influencer goes, as far as like, Internet celebrity, way more popular. And Liver King's trying to like steal this guy's glory, like, I'm gonna get you. And this fool said in like in like Russian, he goes, I'd rather take a picture with a dog. <laughs> and and I I read that as like, well, dog in Russian is probably like super disrespectful. <laughs> like I think I think in America that that'd be like you could probably translate that to like, I'd rather take a picture with a homeless person than be next to you, you fucking asshole. I don't know. I don't know if that translation is correct, but that's the way I, I saw it. Anyways, uh, I watched a documentary last night on Netflix that I kind of enjoyed, for a lot of reasons. There's a documentary called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? I think it's called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? This guy in like the '90s entered a contest for Pepsi, so that he could win a jet a military jet right if you if you drink 50 pepsis you get a t-shirt if you drink a thousand pepsis you get like a cooler or an ice box or something if you drink 10,000 pepsis you get like a bomber jacket or something cool if you drink 500 billion pepsis you get a a military aircraft okay so this motherfucker did it <laughs> he did it he pulled it off and then Pepsi didn't give him the aircraft. And then it was some big, long, drawn-out lawsuit. But it gives you perspective. This documentary, it gives you perspective from every person involved. From the people that edited the commercial, to the people that were in the creative team, to the legal team, to the legal team on both sides. And it, it, they talked to everyone involved. The big-time lawyers, the very first lawyer. And it's, it's just really well done. It was a great documentary. It's about uh, three hours kind of long but i liked it and uh i don't want to spoil any of it because there's some really interesting things that happen and you know some documentaries by the end of it they get kind of stale or shitty you're like okay i already know what happened a lot of the times if you have a four-part documentary part one two and three all the action happens in number three and episode four is what are they up to now right that's how i see a lot of documentaries this one it kept getting more and more interesting even after the the story was over. It kept getting more and more interesting and it left me with a feeling of like of like content happiness. Like, ah, you know what? You guys are right. You know what? You did learn something. Like, it was this this nice it might have been the weed. Okay, I'll be honest. I was smoking a bunch of weed when I was watching it. But at the end of it, I feel like everything came together in a way to where Nobody got hurt, and everyone is a better person for having went through this lawsuit. And that's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I really think you should check it out. I also feel like uh, 
I feel like many times in the middle of the documentary, they gave away the ending, which uh, I feel like was kind of a letdown. Then again, if I was a little bit older, I would have been alive to see this all unfold on TV, and I would have known the ending anyway. So whatever. You guys definitely got to check it out. Also, did you know, Pepsi killed somebody in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, go watch the documentary. Pepsi killed a person. The, the brand of Pepsi killed someone, someone's mom. And they interview the people in the Philippines. Whatever. It's called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? It's on Netflix. It's like number three in trending last night. It's called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? So that was a great documentary. Can I talk to you guys about a horrible, absolutely atrocious, terrible movie that I saw come on TV the other day? It's, it was a rerun. Coyote Ugly. My God. I remember that being like a hit movie. People loved it. I think it came out in the 90s. People loved it. Like, chicks wanted to fucking dance on bars. Everybody wanted to work at like a crazy popping bar where you could spray water on everybody. Bro, I watched Coyote Ugly. It's the worst fucking movie ever. It's, it's about nothing. It's about like woman empowerment via fantasy. I think it was a movie made to empower women with these scenarios that would never happen. Like, it's kind of like those movies where it's like, it's like the... The girl version of 007 just kills 40 people with karate. Like the 130 pound woman just kills everyone with karate. And you go, this isn't empowering. This is not empowering. This is, this is just fantasy. And I'm not like anti-woman or anything, okay? But the idea that like three women can just run a bar with thousands of men avoiding all the health, the health district problems that are clearly visible, the, the, the multiple assaults and felonies that are happening in that bar, and women are just manhandling men, and then they're just they're just able to fucking they're just they just run the most successful bar ever. Oh my god. Have you ever seen have you, have you met bitches at bars that worked together? Have you ever met two chicks that work at one bar? My god! They're, they're, there's no way. Three? Three of them? Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, it's about uh, this girl who goes to try to apply at a bar, but the bar, the, the way that the bar does the hiring process is the same way that a strip club hires women. Super predatory. <laughs> Very empowering. You go, girl. Very empowering. And it's all about like dudes being assholes to women, but women like show them, show them who's boss with their superior wit, spraying them with water from across the bar. And then in the middle, it becomes like a musical where like the chick, like she gets, she gets out of her hometown by becoming the greatest singer ever. Bro, a legitimate scene in an actual Hollywood movie. There's a bar fight, a huge brawl. Hundreds of people are fighting. The girl steps on the bar and starts singing to calm the, to calm down the crowd. Starts singing along with the song that's playing on the speakers. Someday, I'm gonna find ya. I'm gonna get ya, get ya, get ya, get ya one way or another. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a fucking terrible fight, and then I hear in the distance some chick at a bar singing, and I go, hey, bro, my bad. Hey, man, you know what? Let's get a beer. Why are we even fighting anyways? There's a, there's a girl over there singing one way or another, like next to the fucking, next to the jukebox. Why, why are we fighting with the voice of an angel? <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. Put her there. 
my God. Someone wrote that down in a Hollywood script and somebody read it and went, oh, the bitches are going to love this. <laughs> the bitches are going to love this one, dude. <laughs> Terrible movie. Horrible. Horrible movie. Like After this podcast, let's look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Terrible. <laughs> um, okay, never watch it. It was a classic. It was a classic movie in the 90s. Coyote Ugly. Um, speaking of productions that were terrible, I'd like to explain to you guys about one that was really well done. Nigel Houston came out with a part. Greatest. I, listen, I was arguably, I was the first one to publicly shame and talk shit about Nija. And it wasn't really a joke. I thought his style was terrible. I watched Elementality the other day. It's, a, it's disgusting. It's terrible. They're pretty okay tricks. Terrible style. Terrible steez. Terrible tic tacs. Terrible arm steez. Lands tricks terribly. Fucking awful. Weird looking alien face. Now, like, my mind has been changed. Now I think he's not only the best skater on the planet, but I think he's the best skater there ever has been. And it's really a pleasure to watch. Not only because he's doing the craziest, gnarliest handrails and craziest tricks and biggest tricks and does them with perfect steez, but also the videos are well put together. We watched a video, uh, I think it was the new, was it P-Rod came out with a part recently? I think it was P-Rod came out with a part recently. And they're using all these crazy drone footage and cameras and they're just fucking it up it looks terrible the framing is wrong they're filming some tricks from three and a half miles away you can't even barely see what's happening i saw they filmed one where like a, a tree was in the way of the trick like why would you put the tree in the way just bad just bad video making okay you may have spent a million dollars on the video part but you still don't know how to film skateboarding the niger part was really well done the only complaint i have and it's a real complaint. I'm not just following the crowd here. When I first watched it, I didn't notice. One of the biggest tricks he does, he grinds up a rail and then across and then grinds down a huge set, not 15, 20 stairs. Grinds up like a five stair, across and down. Don't quote me on the numbers. I don't really be counting stairs. Okay, so I watched it. I said, holy fuck, that's amazing. Then I watched it again a few days later and I noticed I spy with my little eye he built a kicker ramp out of concrete. Street League style. Who knows who built it? It looked really well made. I wonder if he contracted somebody from the Street League organization to, to make him a fake street spot. And all I want out of the skate industry is consistency. Okay? Everyone's saying the same thing as me. It's not really a hot take, right? Steve Barra goes to a loading dock and drills in flat bars and, and, and rails and ledges, creates ledges at a loading dock to pretend he's skating a street spot. The internet destroyed him. He was never the same again. The internet destroyed him. Called him a fucking loser. Fucking, he's fake. Fake spots. Skating a skate park for your street park. Bullshit. Nija does it. And largely, I've heard people say, well... It's a hard spot. How else are you going to skate it? I don't know. But I would venture to say this, okay? If Brandon Westgate or Leo Romero goes to that spot and breaks that 
kicker with a hammer and then does it without the kicker, I feel like they should strip Nyjah of Skater of the Year and give it to one of them. Serious, dudes. Performance-enhancing skate spots. <laughs> he, he, I never thought I'd see the day. A performance-enhanced skate spot. I get it. The rail's too high. You can't jump onto it. Okay, cool. Well, guess what? You can't you can't kickflip off a strat off the stratosphere. You can't kickflip off of off of the World Trade Center, right? You can't kickflip off a skyscraper. Why? Because you would die. Well, you can't skate that handrail. Why? You can't jump high enough, motherfucker. You you just can't do it. You physically can't jump high enough. So building something to make it skatable, I don't know. I would even argue that if you brought a pile of trash and a street sign and jumped on it, that would still be made from elements of the street, right? You got yourself a, a couple of pieces of wood. Oh, no, not even. A skateboard. You take a skateboard, put it on its trucks, stand it upright, a couple of bricks and rocks, put a, a, like a construction sign, you know, like a one-way sign, put it there, use that. I think you've now used elements from the street because I remember as a kid if you wanted to skate a flat bar before I had a flat bar we had to go to the school open the gate and pull out a bicycle rack the bicycle rack is shaped exactly like a flat bar but guess what we found that bicycle rack in the street we ripped it out of the street set it down a curb now we have a fake handrail oh boy we created something I'll tell you what I didn't do I didn't go to Home Depot listen I need a uh, I need a bunch of power drills uh, I need some concrete, I need a smoother, I need a rub brick, I need uh, some 2x4 some so it can be nice and straight, I need a tape measure, uh, some caulk, uh, bondo, and then, uh, then I'll be ready. Fuck you, dude! That's way too much! Like, the most I'm gonna budge on this issue is the bondo. You bondo a crack. Cool. It's good to go. You did something. You're going to build a ramp because you're too fucking weak to jump high? Get the fuck out of here. And I'm serious about the Leo Romero thing. That fool can jump high as fuck. Brandon Westgate can jump high as fuck. There's a lot of other guys out there that can jump high that I'm, that I'm leaving out of this because I can't think of their names right now. Uh, these guys can jump high and they can balance on a rail. I want to see it. I want to see SOTY snatched from a performance-enhancing skate spot user. Whatever. Anyways, that's the show, guys. That's all I got to talk about. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. Go ahead and give me a hell yeah so I can shout out those of you who stuck around all the way till the end. I thought this was going to be a short podcast. 25 minutes was my estimate. We made it overtime. We're at 51 minutes right now. Overtime. Let's go, dudes. Oh, who do we got here? Late Bloomer, Dick Maximus, Day Day, Paul Miranda, Grog, Meatball Head. Happy birthday, Scrambles, Grog, Day Day, Guy Just One Frame, James, Bruce Wayne, Dick Maximus, Guy Just Day Day. I repeated a couple of your names. Infamy, iBook Boy, I appreciate you guys for being here. If you tuned in late, Paul Miranda, if you tuned in late, you can always uh, watch the repeat, the rerun of the podcast on Sunday on iTunes, on Podbean, and on YouTube. It comes out early in the morning Sunday. The reason it comes out early in the morning on Sunday is so you can listen to it on the way to work using those apps or using YouTube. Also, big shout out to Mr. Jesus for the resubscribe. This will be his third month subscribing. Also, thank you to Meatball Head for the $10 donation. I love when you guys send money. I will always accept money. Money is my key to happiness. 
I don't care what these rich people say. There's no amount of, like, there's no problem I have that can't be solved by money. I've said that thousands of times. No problem I have that can't be solved by money. Uh, so send money. Not everyone has money. Okay, that's fine. Do you have a voice? Oh, yes, I have a voice. Okay, use your voice to tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a friend that I made you laugh, especially if this episode was funny. Recommend them to listen to this episode on Sunday. Go to work on Monday. Say, hey, Philip, <laughs> I listened to this podcast the other day. It had me laughing. You ever heard of Liver King? You like Kanye West? Uh, you know anything about Pepsi? You like fighting stories? Uh, do you? Do you? You like Nigel Houston? Have you ever heard of Coyote Ugly? There's a million things that you could that you could relate with with today's show. So go out there and tell a friend. Anyways, I uh, I appreciate all you guys being here. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, this is just uh, the end of the official podcast. I'm going to continue hanging out with you guys. And uh, I guess that's it. Uh, what else should I say? What do I usually say? I appreciate you guys always hanging out. Oh, yeah, we do this podcast every single Friday on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Although today we were a half hour late. So if you're late, that's okay. That's all I got to say for you guys today. Uh, catchphrase. Don't drink too much, but also don't drink too little. Be safe out there this weekend, guys. This is your weekend challenge. During the weekend... Go up to one of your friends, stare at them in a really mean face, and start shadowboxing and see what they do, and then come back and tell me next week. All right, bye.